theme for uh, our Cappy Church is actually um, the parables of Jesus. And really, the, uh, the strap line that we were trying to think of uh, for this series, and we came up really, which is on the back of the card, which is uh, here. Um, and it's really about Jesus saying, if you've got ears, listen, if you've got eyes, see. So that's really what this is about. And I don't know uh, who's going to come up and get the sweets on the promise that what I put up on the wall before. Have you got an answer for me? Whoa! Listen, you've all seen it, or maybe you haven't. Maybe you've been distracted. What is the capital city of England? When Eddie asks this question, the person who answers correctly will win some sweets. Sorry, Rob. <laughs> it was going to be chocolate bars, but we got these. Go on, take two packets. Great, because you got it right. Now, those of you who didn't see it, you've got eyes, you were distracted. Those of you who did see it and thought, oh, what's that all about? It's nothing to do with me. Well, you didn't understand it. Those of you who looked at it and thought, I wonder what it is, you didn't come and ask. And those of you who can't read, you were let down by the people who could read, who didn't see it and didn't come and say to you, when Eddie asked the question, you go and tell him in London. So, I think we all need to go to Specsavers. <laughs> if you've got eyes, it doesn't mean just see, it means see, want to know, to understand. And that's what Jesus was saying. When he spoke, he said, you've all got eyes. Don't just look at me. Look at what I'm saying with this, your brain, your head. Ears to hear. Did you all listen to the songs that were being played? Or were you distracted? Some of you maybe were a bit distracted, but then one song took your attention. Yeah. This old house sings. Did you hear it? I know you did. And I know you did. And I know you did. And others. And I saw the expression on your face. What's that all about? Yeah. And when you did hear it, what did you think? Did you think, that's a good dancing one, you know, we'd be okay with that one. Oh, let's get up and have a bob. Did you think, uh, oh, Shaking Stevens, that's who it was. Oh, yeah, I remember Shaking Stevens. What did you think when you heard it? And if you didn't hear it, what's wrong with your ears? This is what Jesus is saying, but he wants us to understand. Now, listen, irrespective of what you thought about that song, let me just tell you something about it. It was written, I've got his name down here, by a man called Stuart Hamblin. And what Stuart Hamblin did, he was out with John Wayne, you know the actor? And they were in the wilderness, they were hunting. And they came across this run-down house in need of repair, and they went in. And in the house, there was a man who died. And his dog was still alive. And on the basis of that, this man, Stuart Hamblin, he was an actor, he was a songwriter, he was a singer, he wrote the words of that song. And to really understand what he was trying to say, and I've written this down here, 
the lyrics pick up a standard gospel theme of the old house and the mortal body being left behind when the believer goes to meet the saints. That's what it was about. That song has been recorded by people way back in the days of Rosemary Clooney. She had a hit with it. All you who are as old as me. And it comes right the way up. There's been, oh, I don't know, tens, maybe 20, 30, 40 people have had hits with that song. One of which was Shaking Stevens. How many people really know what is being said? Do they really hear what the words are? About the angel at the windowpane? About going to be with the saints? And the house that that song is speaking about is really the body. And this guy who wrote it, he became a Christian at the Billy Graham crusade. Yeah, and he went on to, he became a pastor. But that song, how it's so misunderstood because people hear it but don't hear it. And that's what Jesus was saying. Look, you've got eyes, but you don't really see. You, you watch the miracles, you don't see who I am. You've got ears and you hear the words that I say, but you don't take them in. And, and that's why he's saying, and if we go to Matthew's gospel and we have this story of the, the wise builders, it says, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine. That's the first verse before we hear the parable. Let me just say that this is a great story for the children. It's a great story. We, we sang a chorus about the rain coming down, the floods coming up, and we can really relate the gospel in a childlike way. But Jesus, when he said about, therefore, everyone who hears these words, he's not said the parable yet. So he's not referring to those words. He's referring to the words that he's already spoken. In other words, he spoke to the people and he said, therefore, all you who hear these words. What did he mean by that? He wants them to understand. What he's been saying, he's been telling them about how their attitude should be towards God. About what their attitude should be towards the, the Ten Commandments. The needs of others, treasure in heaven, judgment, and finding the right way to God. These are all the things he's been saying to them. And he says, therefore, you hear these words. But he knew that they weren't really taking them in. Like I said, hear the words of that song. And you didn't really take them in. So you didn't get the true meaning. So what he says is, look, I'm going to help you on this one. I'm going to help you. I'm going to tell you a parable. Now listen, the disciples when at one point they said to Jesus you know, why do you speak in these parables? Why do you tell the people parables? These stories what, what's the reason? And he basically said that they won't understand they won't see the real meaning if I don't tell them these parables. So he went on to tell the parable and it's here in, in Matthew's gospel and it's about the wise and foolish builders and it's exactly what we sang in the chorus therefore everyone who hears these words of mine okay now in relation to that listen to this and puts their practice in them is like a wise man oh right so you're like a wise man if you do. and then he says and you're like a builder you're like a builder who builds a house and the wise man plans for it he understands what he's doing. 
He gets all the right materials. But the most important thing is he builds a firm foundation. And then he says, when the rains come, that house will stand firm. And then he said, the foolish man, the foolish man, he builds a house. He doesn't really think about it. He doesn't really plan it properly. He doesn't build it on a firm foundation. And when the rains come, that house will fall down. And then he says, look, that's the story I've just told you about the two builders, the wise builder, the foolish builder. And the reason they are different is one had a foundation and the other one didn't. Now, I want you to take that, okay? And I want you to take it and I want you to put it alongside all the other things I've been saying. All the other things about how we are not accepted by God because of our lives, because of who we are, because of our sinful nature. That God will have to judge us because he is a just God and we have disobeyed him by the lives we live, by our sinful nature. And he says, now, these things are profound, but I put alongside them this parable. Now think about the parable and then apply it to this. Am I wise? Have I heard and understood the words that Jesus has said? Do I see the deep meaning that is life and death? Or am I foolish? And I have ignored all this advice that Jesus has given. And I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to not bother with a foundation. I'm just going to go on in the way I do things. I'm not going to listen. I'm not going to hear. I'm not going to see. So it's all about foundations what Jesus is saying is look this is the words he said basically you need to build your life on who I am who are you Jesus I am God why did you come I came because I had to do something for you that you couldn't do I came to pay the price for your sin so that you would be right with God and if you accept me and believe what I am saying then I am the foundation on which you can build your life. And it's not just the life that lasts now until we get to that time when this body is worn out. It's beyond that. Do we have a foundation that when we pass on, everything we are and everything we have will be crumbled? And in the eyes of God, it will be, well, I don't know you. I don't know you. I know about your sin. But I can't accept you. Because I am a just God. Or is it about, yes, I do accept that. And I build my life on who you are. And if we do that, then we have, we have that gift of eternal life. As well as having our sins forgiven. As well as being accepted and being given life to live and to do things that will last into glory and this is what Jesus wants us to see and these are the things he wants us to hear don't be like the foolish person <laughs> we're all fools today because we didn't look at that and if we did we ignored it 
Okay? We're all fools today because as soon as that, uh, this old house came on, we just thought about dancing or, or thought about, you know, it's a good song, this, or what's it got to do with, uh, you know, <laughs> today? Well, in reality, it's got everything to do with today because that's what it was about, building your life. And in Matthew's gospel, Jesus said, I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church wasn't building his church on Peter. Peter failed so many times. He's just like you and I. He was talking to Peter. It's like saying, you're Rob. And then he points to himself. And he says those words. Meaning him. He is the one on whom the church will be built. And listen to the last little bit. I tell you, that you are Peter. On this rock I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. Isn't that great? So what are we? A wise builder or a foolish builder? Do we see? Do we hear? Do we really understand? And you know the final thing? You can still see it. You can still understand it. You can even still believe it. But unless you take the action of accepting it, it doesn't mean anything. That's there. I could read it. And I go, yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. I'm in. I believe that. I believe Eddie's got sweets. I believe he's going to give it to whoever gives the answer. But I'm not going to get it. Sadly, a lot of people do that today. Let's just pray. Father, we do thank you for your word. We thank you for the time that we've spent together and through it the fact that we have this assurance that if we build our lives on you then we are yours for eternity beyond this life our father we pray especially for the children we commit them into your hands that we covet them for you in the young lives that they might grow up knowing who you are and believing in who you are and we pray for the folk who live around about the folk we have contact with here in Croxton and in Tubrook we just want them to have eyes that will see and ears that will hear and our Father, just challenge us who know you through these things. Because we ask it in his name. Amen.